namely that antidepressants often do not do what they promise and are in fact causing harm to many. Uh, Dr. Steve Hotze is suing over Obamacare's employer mandate. It's time for a wellness revolution. Brought to you by Hotze Health and Wellness Center. Honest discussion on maintaining health and wellness naturally to enjoy a better quality of life. He's the doctor fighting to let you keep your doctor. Now, Dr. Stephen Hotze. Good afternoon, everyone out there. Thank you for joining us today at Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution. This is Stacey Banfield here with Dr. Stephen Hotze who's the founder of the Hotze Health and Wellness Center. If you've got questions for Dr. Hotze today, you can always call in live at 713-212-5950. That's 713-212-5950. Please remember that we also have podcasts available online. You can just go to hotzepodcast.com. That's H-O-T-Z-E podcast.com. You can download all of the radio programs. So convenient to listen to them any time of the day if you can't catch the program between 1 and 2 o'clock. And then, of course, Right now, we are on Facebook Live, so you can just go to Facebook, type in Hotze Health, that's H-O-T-Z-E Health, and you can watch the show live, not just listen to it. Well, here we have Dr. Stephen Hotze. Thanks so much, Stacy, and thank each one of you for joining us today on Wellness Revolution. We want you to join the Wellness Revolution, and you should. Let me give you the reasons why. First, I want to tell you what I believe. I believe that Each one of you needs a health coach. You need a doctor and a staff of professionals who will coach you onto a path of health and wellness naturally. You need accountability. You need direction. And that's what uh, a coach will provide you. A health coach will provide you that. And that's a doctor and a staff of professionals who will coach you onto a path of health and wellness naturally so you enjoy a better quality of life without resorting to the use of pharmaceutical drugs simply to mask your symptoms. And that informs how we evaluate and how we treat our guests here at the Hotsey Health and Wellness Center. Well, you know, Dr. Hotsey, it was a game changer when you told me once that, and you've said it many times on the radio program, that pharmaceutical drugs are toxins. And I know that before I became aware of natural approaches to health, I never thought of pharmaceutical drugs in that way because they were prescribed by conventional doctors. You saw the ads on TV. That's what they really are, toxins. They are, and they have to be detoxified by the liver. And so... If they weren't a toxin, they wouldn't have to be detoxified. I learned that my first semester of med school when I studied pharmacology. So, and by the way, my daddy, as I've said before, told me the night I graduated from med school, he said, son, don't poison your patients like all the other doctors. Well, toxins are poisons, and we know that these drugs have a host of side effects long-term that can be debilitating, can be severe, and even can lead to death, you know, People take too many of these medications and it kills them. It just does. So, and that doesn't mean there's not a place at all for any pharmaceutical drugs in acute situations. Sometimes they have to be used. For instance, somebody comes in with severe hypertension, you got to get the blood pressure down, but you got to look at the underlying cause. What's causing the blood pressure problem to begin with? And as we had Georgia Strong on yesterday, she had a, she had a problem with severe hypertension, had to go to the emergency room, was hospitalized. They ended up just giving her some drugs. She felt as bad, if not worse, taking the drugs. And when she came in, we got her on a a program of good eating program, replenished the hormones, took vitamins and minerals for detoxification, got her on a little exercise program. She lost 25 pounds. She's not taking any medication anymore. Blood pressure is normal. She feels great. She's got energy. So there are natural approaches to health, and to me it's the most 
common sense thing to do. My daddy was right when he told me, don't poison your patients like all the other doctors do. So we don't. And if that resonates with you, then you're listening to the right program. If it doesn't resonate with you, you're wasting your time. You know, you can continue on the current course you're on. You got two choices. You can either do a 180 and take charge of your health and join the wellness revolution, or you can just proceed down the current path you're on and continue to take medications. Today, I wanted to uh, I wanted to bring up the topic of colds. How many of you out there now have runny nose, sniffles, itchy eyes, cough, congestion, sneezing? You go, I got a cold. I get a cold every fall, or I got a cold every <laughs> spring. That's a sign, right, that it may not be a cold. <laughs> well, that's right. Uh, and so you go treat it with cold medication, which invariably is antihistamine medication. So you take uh, Clarinex or any one of the over over the counter claritin claritin any of the over over the counter antihistamines and decongestants you know get Sudafed whatever you get a whole bunch of this trying to dry yourself up so you can live through your cold season well as a matter of fact the most common cause of these symptoms is not a viral infection although you can get a secondary viral infection but the common problem is allergy. Allergies cause these problems and that's what right now we're in the middle of ragweed season and of course with the wet humid climate we have here in Houston and with flooding in homes there's lots of mold. Uh, Houston is known as the allergy capital of the world but this goes this this really the whole uh, Gulf Coast area because of its warm wet subtropical climate a lot of vegetation it's all, uh, the Gulf Coast region is an allergy capital uh, of the United States, and it causes a host of health problems in individuals. And routinely, when they go to see a doctor, they may may get a cortisone shot, you know, or dexamethasone. They get some kind of steroidal shot, and they put them on some, you get secondary infections, you're on antibiotics and antihistamines and decongestants trying to overcome your cold. So... If you have these problems, more than likely the underlying cause of the problem is an abnormal reaction by your body's immune system to normal occurring substances in the environment. Things you breathe in the air, weed, tree, grass, pollens, dust, mite, mold, spore, and animal danders. You got a cat, sneeze around that cat, make you sick. I had a, I had a uh, guest one time, a nice gentleman. We did our skin testing on him and he really reacted to cats big time. I brought him in for a consult with his wife. I said, you know, you're going to need to get rid of the cat. And she turned and looked at me, cold, <laughs> steely-eyed, and she said, I'm going to get rid of him before I get rid of the cat. So uh, <laughs> I believe that. That's the truth. <laughs> she wasn't having any problem with allergies to the cat, but he sure was. I don't know how that ever played out. I don't know the end of that story. And you don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't. <laughs> so uh, when I grew up, I had severe bronchitis back in the fourth grade, and I coughed so deeply that it literally disturbed the class that I was in, and I, I attended St. Michael's Catholic School. And in those days, there was no air conditioning, so we had these windows that opened wide, and all the classrooms had windows that opened wide, and there was a grassy space between classrooms. And when I would cough in my classroom, across the, the class that was immediately across the grass 
uh, from us, all the kids would turn their head and look look over at our classroom because I had this terrible cough. And they thought I had tuberculosis. And that had to be so embarrassing. They too. thought I had tuberculosis. Mm. And I had to go down. I went down to, uh, you know, I got worked up and evaluated for the possibility that I had tuberculosis. That didn't turn out. So they took me to McGovern Allergy Clinic in the fourth grade. And we're going to talk about allergies. Talk about what happened to me when I went through my allergy treatment and how I was treated when I was a young man and what I had to do. And how that eventually led me in to the treatment of airborne and food allergies. That's right. And if you are suffering from allergies or you're having that cold that seems to show up the same time of year, maybe that is allergy as well. You can certainly give us a call. Find out how you can treat it naturally at 281-698-8698. It's 281-698-8698. You are listening to Dr. Hoetze's Wellness Revolution. Please stay tuned. Here's your host, Dr. Stephen Hoetze. Welcome back to Dr. Hitchie's Wellness Revolution. This is Stacey Banfield here with Dr. Stephen Hosey. And if you are sick and tired of being sick and tired and want to do a 180 and take charge of your health, then give us a call today at 281-698-8698. That's 281-698-8698. We'll be more than happy to give you a complimentary <laughs> copy of Dr. Hosey's best-selling book, Hormones, Health, and Happiness, and his latest book, Do a 180. Join the wellness revolution. Here's Dr. Stephen Hotze. Thanks so much, Stace. Thanks, thank to thank each one. We of you. We know what you mean. Thank each <laughs> one of you for joining us today on Wellness Revolution. When we when we took our break, I was talking about the fact that when I grew up, I had this in the fourth grade this severe chest cough that disturbed the class. As a matter of fact. The principal of the school called my mother and said, look, we're going to, he can't be in class. He's not only disturbing his class, but the classes <laughs> across the, uh, the, uh, Other yard classes. that's pretty the, bad. Uh, yeah. And, it, and every time I coughed, every, all the kids would turn their head and it was a deep, I mean, it was deep, deep cough. It sounded terrible. And they thought I had tuberculosis or something back then. That was a more common problem than we have today. So after being worked up at, uh, in the medical center and finding out, no, I didn't have tuberculosis and I didn't have pneumonia. They took me to McGovern allergy clinic and I was tested over there and they said I had allergies. And so I took allergy injections for several years and they would ship them to the house and I'd give myself an injection. You know, I did that for, I don't know, three, four, five years. I took allergy shots. So I've always had an interest in allergy. And when I went to medical school, I think maybe we had a one-hour course on allergy. It's not taught in medical school. I mean, the concept is, but there's not any training on it. As a matter of fact, if you train, you have to do that after graduate. After you graduate from med school, you can go in. You, there are two routes you can go. You can go ear, nose, and throat and do ear, nose, and throat allergy, or you can go through internal medicine and then come out and do uh, conventional allergy. So anyway... I had an interest in allergy, but when I got out of medical school, uh, I ultimately ended up opening up an occupational medical practice. I did five years of emergency medicine, then op- opened up an occupational and family medical practice out on the North Freeway on Tidwell called the Day and Night Clinic. And that's where I holed up and had my office from 81 till 89. And interestingly enough, I ended up here in Katy because a good friend of mine, Dr. Steve McElmory, who was a general surgeon, uh, knew the hospital administrator 
Warren Wilkie at the old Katie Hospital out on Pinnock Road. This is before Katie had really developed. It was there were subdivisions out here, but for the most part, I mean, Cinco Ranch was a ranch. There were cattle on Cinco Ranch out here, and the all around here was just big open fields, which had been rice fields at one time. So anyway, I got called by Warren Wilkie. He said, "Why don't you come out and consider moving out to the Katy area?" So I came out and ended up. He showed me the office where I would be, where I would be, uh, where I would have my practice out here. And the office was that time under the uh, was being uh, used by a doctor by the name of Doctor David Ziegler. And guess what he did? He did allergy. That's what he did. He treated for allergy. So I came in his office because I was gonna I wasn't gonna take over his practice, but I was gonna take over the office space. And he said. Have you ever considered doing allergy? I said, you know, I haven't. He said, you really should. You can help a lot of people if you treat for allergy disorders. I said, really? I said, well, I used to have allergies, and I'm I'm interested in that. And so he said, you know what you need to do is you need to go to the Pan American Allergy Society. Go to their meeting, and they had a meeting in March of that year. This This would go back to 1989. So I contacted Ann Bray. Who was this director? She still is the executive director of Pan Am. Called her up, asked her if she had any room for me. They're having a conference in uh, San Antonio, and she said, "Yeah, let me see. Let me see what we can do." Called back, said, "Yeah, we can get you in." It was it was late notice, so I went to the allergy conference in San Antonio, and there I heard lectures from physicians about patients who had very similar problems to the patients I had. I had patients coming in, they'd have recurrent and chronic sinus, and I'd give them a dexamethasone shot, I'd give them some antibiotics, antihistamines, decongestants, or if they had asthma, I gave them asthma medication. If they had rashes or stomach disorders, I treated them symptomatically, basically. And these doctors said their pro- underlying problem was an allergic disorder, an abnormal reaction by their immune system to normal occurring substances in the environment. And I'm a quick start. So I listened to this and I said, well, these guys have no reason. They're not trying to sell me anything. They're telling me how I could help patients get well who are chronically sick. So I went up to the president of the society, Dr. Jim Willoughby. I said, Dr. Willoughby, I want to do what you do. How can I learn to do what you do? And he said, well, come up and I'll train you up in my office up in Kansas City. So I went up to Kansas City, and I trained under him and took classes from him and eventually uh, joined the American Academy of Autolaryngic Allergy as well, which is ear, nose, and throat allergy, and was certified uh, at that time and got a, uh, a fellowship from them, uh, from the uh, that allergy society, and started to practice allergy. I moved my practice out to Katie, and I started to treat for allergies. And I simply used the method of testing and treating that Dr. Willoughby used in his office in Kansas City. And as a matter of fact, he had an antigen company, and I bought my antigens. Antigens are the very substances that make people sick. You know, you get when a person takes an allergy shot, they're literally getting a small dilution of the very substances that cause them problems when they breathe it, which seems counterintuitive, but it's the old adage, you fight fire with fire. So... I began to treat patients for allergies, and they and I used injections, and I even mixed them up myself. I was a chief cook and bottle washer. I did the <laughs> testing, 
I made up the vials and I gave them the shots and these patients improved and they started to get over their sinuses and didn't have sinus problems or their asthma's resolved and it was amazing. And so I moved from there to our current office located over here off uh, Fry Road and I-10 and I set up strictly an allergy practice and that's all I did for, you know, three or four or five years. All I did was did allergy. Well, that discovery saved your medical career because at the time, time be- was, right before you found the allergy, you were I was ready. To, you yeah. were just like you said, you were treating people based on symptoms, not on the root causes. The way that you had been trained in medical right. school, when people weren't getting any better, and in fact, they said they were throwing away their medicines and feeling better right. after they stopped taking the drugs. You're like, what am I doing here? This is I need to do something else. I can do something else, and so you were kind of coming to the end of it. I was ready to get out of medicine right. really, with the insurance companies coming in trying to better. take over my, and the patients didn't get better. I said, there's got to be a more satisfying way to make a living than just treating people for chronic illnesses without helping them get well. I, my wife and I literally got down on our knees and prayed about it. And, and uh, we had four kids or five kids at the time. I said, Lord, help me, you know, find a way to help people get well and at the same time be able to make a living to be able to support all these kids. And Dr. Hoodsey, I'm so glad you said that because that stuck with me all those years that when you came to the end of the road or what you thought was the end of the road with your medical career and where you could go with it, you got down on your knees and you prayed and you right. gave it up to God. And then what did God do? He opened up that opened door up, I know that, with that I've, meeting. And yeah. so that's a great lesson for people out there. If you feel like you're kind of at the end in of the it, and you don't know where that next solution is going to come from. Pray about it. Hello. It's powerful. It it's powerful. But we forget. I mean, even when it's happened in our own lives, it's very easy to forget that. So That's an excellent point. Mm-hmm. And that's what we did, and it was after that that I was called by the hospital administrator, Warren Wilkie, to come out into the Katy area. So anyway, we began to do allergy treatment, and I knew all these patients that had chronic allergies with chronic recurrent sinus infections and bronchial infections and asthma I knew that they had taken a ton of antibiotics, and I read a book called um, The Yeast Connection and discovered that much of their health problems were now being exacerbated because of the antibiotics they took, which killed not only the harmful bacteria in their sinus or lungs, but it was also killing the healthy bacteria in their gut, and they were getting yeast overgrowth. And I can remember, you know, treating women for sinus infections. If you're going to give me antibiotics, you got to give me something because I'm going to get a yeast infection. But even though that can be cleared up, uh, female yeast infections can be cleared up, you still have yeast in the colon. It, it, we all have a little bit of yeast, which is a type of fungus, single-cell single, single cell fungus that lives in, lives in us in a symbiotic relationship. And when you kill off the healthy bacteria, yeast overgrows. And so people would invariably get all kinds of bowel disorders. They get bloating, belching, gas, indigestion. And so I began simultaneously treating for yeast. And so learned how to do that through Dr. Crook's book. And I, so I treated for airborne allergies, food allergies, yeast, and I also used vitamins and minerals because I'd become convinced through my father's um, problems that he had that I'd learned about vitamins and minerals and how they can be beneficial in helping boost your immune system and increase the overall energy production in your cells, help you detoxify your body from the toxins that we all are exposed to on a, on a uh, daily basis, really, from what we eat, drink, slather on our bodies, and breathe in the air. So that's how I started treating 
individuals here at the Hotsey Health and Wellness Center, and it was remarkable the pro- the uh, uh, the problems that we solved just with allergy treatment. And I'm going to talk further about that when we come back. How we're how the methods that we use here uh, for treating airborne allergies and food allergies. That's right. And if you want more information about doing a 180 and taking charge of your health, you can give us a call today at 281-698-8698. 281-698-8698. You're listening to Dr. Hosey's Wellness Revolution. Please stay tuned. Why walk amongst the living sick when you can join a wellness revolution? Here's Dr. Hotze. Welcome back to Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution. This is Stacey Banfield here with Dr. Stephen Hotze. And if you are sick and tired of being sick and tired, then know there is a natural way to address your health issues. You can give one of our wellness consultants a call today at 281-698-8698. That's 281-698-8698. Oh, and I want to let people know with all of the symptoms that Dr. Hotze is talking about, we do have a great offer on our website. It's a great tool, actually, which is our symptom checker. So you can go to HotzeHWC.com. That's H-O-T-Z-E-H-W-C.com. Check the symptom checker and you can find out more about yeast overgrowth and allergy and do you have hypothyroidism. So if any of those symptoms that we talk about on the radio sound familiar to you, you can always go on our website and find out more information. Here's Dr. Hotze. Thanks so much, um, Stace. And thank each one of you for joining us today on Wellness Revolution. Want to want to follow up on the whole concept of allergies and yeast. People with allergic disorders commonly develop recurring chronic sinus infections. They may also develop recurring chronic bronchitis and asthma, wheezing. They may have stomach, and, and whenever they have that, they take antibiotics, and antibiotics are meant to kill harmful bacteria, and they do, but they also kill healthy commensal bacteria that live in our gut and line a woman's vagina, and that's why women get yeast vaginitis. You can clear that up with medication, but you still have yeast in the colon, and the yeast in the colon overgrows. You get an imbalance between good, healthy bacteria and the yeast, and that can lead to what we call a leaky gut syndrome. And the yeast produces toxins, and the toxins then circulate in the blood, depressing the immune system, and they make you more susceptible to infections. So when you get another infection, next thing you know, when you get another allergy, next thing you know, you have an infection, you take more antibiotics, and it's what I call the circle of illness. And and then that leads to a host of gut problems. You get the bloating, the belching, the gas, the indigestion, gastric reflux. So then you get on the purple pill some other medication, Prilosec, Nexium, something like that, trying to trying to help you with your stomach problems. And those medications do have harmful side effects as well. So what you have to do is you've got to clean the gut up. Go on a yeast-free eating program. Yeast, as you may or may not know, grows on sugar. If you've ever made homemade bread, and the way you do it, you knead the dough, get all the dough done, and then you got to put yeast in it. So you dump Fleischmann's yeast in a glass of water, and you activate it by sprinkling a little sugar, and it foams up. Well, that's what happens when you have yeast in your gut, when you have a simple carbohydrate diet, high in sugar, and a lot of bread, pizza, pasta, and, and those sort of things. Those simple carbs are converted to sugar. And yeast grows on them, and you get all kinds of stomach problems. You go to the doctor, and he says, you got irritable bowel syndrome. Well, Why? Why do I have irritable bowel syndrome? Well, you know, you just get it. You know, you just got problems. It can lead to ulcerative colitis and Crohn's disease and a whole host of 
of gut problems, the key thing is you got to clean up the gut to be healthy. If you don't have a healthy gut, healthy intestine, you're going to be a sick person because it causes a lot, and it'll lead, it can lead to food allergies because now you've got an inflamed bowel and molecules from the food pass into the bloodstream and the body makes antibodies to them. Next thing you know, you got food allergies. So food allergies are very commonly associated with airborne allergies. And that's why when we, when we evaluate, we evaluate both for food, both for airborne and food allergies. And don't you tend to crave what you're allergic to or what well, your you body do. is sensitive to? It's, I thought I'd heard yeah, that. Yeah, you do. The things you're most allergic to, you tend to crave the most because when you take it, it neutralizes the previous dose of it when you get a symptom. So people get hooked on certain foods. The things you crave the most oftentimes if you have allergy are the things you're most commonly allergic to. I had this, I had uh, one of my sons, David, when he was a young man, I went to a lecture on food allergy and I was in Kansas City. And they talked about food allergy and the effect that it can have on behavior. Now that's kind of interesting. Why would foods have an effect on behavior? Because if you're allergic, what your body does, it makes antibodies to airborne and food allergies. And the, the, B, uh, the B cells and the immune system turn into plasma cells and they make antibodies. And these antibodies bind onto mast cells, which line the mucous membranes of our nose, sinuses, all the way down into the, into the lungs. And the next time you come in contact with that particular substance and also in the gut as well, um, the, the substance, airborne or food allergen, binds to these antibodies on the mast cells, and the mast cells rupture, and they spill their contents. And the contents is a chemical called histamine. Ah, histamine, that sounds familiar. Oh, you take antihistamines. Why do you take antihistamines to try to block the histamine that's being spilled out of these mast cells? That's, the histamine circulates in the blood, and it is a vasoactive substance, and it affects the brain. So I used to treat kids with ADHD here with allergy. I treated them for food allergies, and we could we could test them uh, by testing them for foods, and we test them sublingually or injectably on the arm, and we could create ADHD symptoms. They get riled up and, you know, out of control, and then we could neutralize them with a different dose of the very same substance, which seems odd, but that's just the way it works. Well, my son David had these outbursts of anger, and so I was at this food conference. They said that, you know, foods could cause that. So I went out to dinner with some allergists that night, and I turned to one of the allergists, elderly. He was, an old, he was older than I am, probably old like I am now, but anyway, he, I said, my son's got this problem with these outbursts of anger and rage. says, it sounds like he's got a milk allergy to me. That's what he said. So I called my wife that night. I said, Janie, does David drink much milk? She said she he drinks a gallon a day. And so I said, take him off the milk. And we took him off the milk, and he was a different kid. That's incredible. Different kid. And then one day he was angry, and I, and I said, you've been drinking milk? He said, yes. <laughs> I said, how does it make you feel? It makes me feel angry mm-hmm. when he did it. So, and yet his body was craving it. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. it, and it's interesting. The very things that you love the most can cause you the most problems. And uh, and that that was the case with David. And it was a food allergy to milk. So if your kids have ADHD, it can commonly be due to foods that they're eating. 
We'll talk more about that when we come back to the break. Absolutely. And if you want to find out more about allergy and how you can treat that naturally, then give us a call today at 281-698-8698-281-698-8698. You're listening to Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution. Please stay tuned. Don't follow the herd. Take control of your health and join the wellness revolution. Here's Dr. Hotze. This is Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution, where we are on a mission to help you achieve health and wellness naturally. If you want to do a 180 and take charge of your health today, then give us a call at 281-698-8698. That's 281-698-8698. And also, please be sure to ask for your complimentary copy of Dr. Hotze's latest book, Do a 180, Take Charge of Your Health. Here's Dr. Hotze. Join the wellness revolution. Why don't you do a 180? Take charge of your health. If you don't do it, who's going to? Nobody. Nobody's, nobody is going to be more concerned about your health than you are. And if you're not concerned about it, nobody else is. And so if you want to get, you know, if you want to get healthy and well, you just want to take a drug trying to get healthy and well, I can assure you that will not happen. There's no reason in the world as you mature and age, you shouldn't be brimming with energy. The whole and it's very simple. It's a simple process to get healthy and well. Eat right. Eat healthy. Cut out the simple carbs and all the sugar and all the packaged food. If it's in a packaged can or box, just eliminate it. Eat whole foods. Eat good, healthy oils, olive oil, fish oil. Make sure you get avocados. That's good oil. Eggs. That's fine. Butter. Good. You need good oil in your body. And, and I use, on a regular basis, cod liver oil. Take a tablespoon of that every day. You got to get your hormones replenished. As you age, your hormones inevitably decline and and become imbalanced, and all the hormones are affected: your adrenal hormones, your sex hormones, and your thyroid hormones. You got to replenish those with natural bioidentical hormones. It's not rocket science, and you got to detoxify yourself. You and I, and everybody, everybody, frankly, everybody in the world is exposed to toxins, some more than others. In America, I think we're exposed more than other people because. We got so many chemicals in the foods and 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 uh, things we drink and in the lotions on our body and what we breathe in the air. We got a lot of toxins, and those toxins are are uh, xenoestrogens, which means they're counterfeit estrogens. Yeah, they act like estrogen, and they're hormone disruptors. They disrupt the hormone production in our body and the utilization of hormones. And when you're toxic, your power plants in your cells just don't work right. They well, produce low levels of energy. Well, Dr. Hoodsey, you're reminding me, too, of that gentleman that spoke at the, um, you know, the Hurricane Harvey recovery flood meeting last Saturday. Mm-hmm. He has specialty remediation, and he said the more recently built homes, it's like you're basically they're so sealed up tight. So tight it's that really they don't that, breathe. They don't breathe. And you're, so the indoor air pollution is is real. Is, is, is significant. It will be. For those that don't remediate their homes properly after they have water damage, you don't remediate your home right. You're going to have mold in that home. If you got flooded and you got black water, then you got pathogenic bacteria. You've got to have that that home. It's got to be treated correctly, remediated, or else once you put all your sheetrock back in and fix everything up, then you're going to have an infestation of mold, which produces toxins. You may have pathogenic bacteria that produce toxins, and these toxins poison your cells. And they just add to the to to the toxic load. We were talking a little bit earlier about ADHD and how foods cause children's behavioral problems. One thing, look, real simple. 
What do we give kids? What do they, what do they give them as a treat? Well, you know, they give them, you know, all sure. these various cereals. What are the cereals that are colored? They're the tricks or what? They're, oh. A lot of the cereals are colored. But what are the, you get yellow and green and. Oh, you have all these different dyes. Dye. And, and the problem is. Lucky with, Charms. Yeah, you know, they got dye. And you eat. Fruity you know, Pebbles. Or it's all about coming back to me now. M&M. I'm drawing back from when I was a really little kid what I like to have back then. And the dyes in the food. The dyes mm-hmm. in the food can cause behavioral problems in That's kids. That's a great point. And that in a Dr. Feingold, F-E-I-N-G-O-L-D, discovered this, and there's a Feingold diet where you eliminate these specific dyes from a diet. That means you eat healthy, for crying out loud. It's not rocket science. Oh, I mean, I can't get it in a bug. I can't have cereal every morning. Why would you feed your kids cereal every morning? Why don't you feed them eggs for crying out loud? Give them some good protein and some good fat in their body. Why don't you do that? If you get feeding them cereal and milk and they've got eczema and they've got chronic ear infections and sinus problems and chest congestion and asthma, all you're doing is compounding the problem. You've got to clean up the diet. And <clears throat> kids also get, you know, when they drink, eat a lot of food that that's simple carbohydrates, they get these sugar highs and, you know, they get on sugar and you wonder why. And they're drinking Coca-Cola's at school and, they give them all kinds of junk food. They have them in, you know, in, at the school you go to the machines, and they got all this junk food. And, and you wonder why the kids don't behave. And then, so then they diagnose them with ADHD instead of cleaning up the diets and getting their allergies treated and getting them off the foods they're allergic to. They put them on drugs. They put them on amphetamines, you know, Concerta, Adderall, and all these things. And that just compounds the problem. That's about, you know, does that make sense? Yeah, when you think about it, Does sugar, that, dyes, yeah. then amphetamines. Yeah, you, know, you got these poor kids. So now they've got, it's just, and you wonder why the kids can't behave themselves in school. Give me a break. I mean, folks, clean up their eating program first and foremost. Get them off any dyes. If it's in a shirt, if it's in a package bag or box, just don't eat it for crying out loud. Give them whole food. Go to, and I recommend organic food. Go to go to um, Whole Foods. Get get good food that's organically grown that isn't filled with a bunch of pesticides and all these chemicals and fertilizers, and that's got good vitamins and minerals and nutrients in the food. And eat that. You're going to find if you eat that way, and it doesn't cost a. It's de minimis. That well, organic food costs pennies, really, compared to going and eating at McDonald's every day. You know, getting your food, having pizzas every night. Come on. Well, it's more expensive in the long run when you have a lot of health problems. Then you got all your health problems associated with you. Going to the doctor and the kids are sick. They don't do well in school. They don't function well. They make poor grades because you're not feeding them right. Let food be your medicine and let medicine be your food. First and foremost, eat healthy. Can't. I can't. It really is the least expensive option. So least. (laughs) Think about it. Over the long haul. Absolutely. So allergies are a very common problem that often go untreated in conventional medicine because most doctors don't know how to treat allergies. They're not taught to do that. What do we do here at the OC Health and Wellness Center? Well, if you've got the signs and symptoms of allergy, you get an allergy diagnosis. Then we skin test you. Do we skin test you to see if you have allergies? No. We skin test you to see how reactive you are to the common airborne and food allergies. 
and that determines the level at which we will treat you with the common allergens. Now, it seems counterintuitive, but in allergy, we literally treat with the very things you're allergic to. But we treat in a, in a very low, low dose, diluted dose, that stimulates your body to build up new blocking antibodies that block the, block the allergy reaction. And rather than using injections like I used when I was a kid, we put the allergy immunization in a dropper bottle and you take drops under your tongue. It's a, it's an immunization and we take drops under the tongue on a daily basis and that builds up blocking antibodies and blocks the allergy reaction. So it's safe. You don't have to come in. You don't have to drive an hour to get here, get a shot, wait an hour and drive an hour home. So allergies are a very significant problem. We're, we're in rag, we're in the weed pollen season right now. Plus we've got all the mold from all the rain we've had and in the homes that have flooded, you've got all that problem. You want to get yourself treated for allergies and not treat the symptoms. You want to treat the underlying cause of the symptoms. And it's great to know, Dr. Hootsie, that there is that option where you can have sublingual drops, which you can take in the privacy and convenience of your own home, and they're absolutely painless. It's just the best way to go. So if you want to find out more information about treating your allergies naturally, then give us a call today at 281-698-8698. That's 281-698-8698. As always, it's a pleasure having you visit with us every day here at Dr. Hotsey's Wellness Revolution. Have a blessed and wonderful day. Information provided on this radio program is neither intended nor implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice and is not intended to replace the services of a physician, nor does it constitute a doctor-patient relationship. You should not use information from this radio program to diagnose or treat a health problem or disease without consulting with a qualified health care provider. If you have or suspect you have an urgent medical problem, promptly contact a professional health care provider or call 911. Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution radio program advises you to always seek the advice of a physician or other qualified health provider prior to starting any new treatment or with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Any application of the recommendations from this radio program is at the listener's discretion.